In some ways, this has been one of the strangest Lents ever. Insofar, in some ways, it almost feels like the Lent of 2020 never really came to an end. And the fact that you know, we went into lockdown last year on March 14th, and all of a sudden, everything was sort of thrown into a tailspin. And I'm just so grateful this year. I mean, to think about the gift of God of getting to be together this morning. I mean, you may remember last year, we were very much moving into virtual everything. And it was at this point that it really started to set in how bizarre it is to try to celebrate the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord so separated. And I think this was the first Sunday, Palm Sunday last year, where we tried to get people together a little bit to hand out palms, but it just wasn't the same. And this year, it really hit home how quickly things can change in that for the first time, we were going to be doing ashes differently, as you may remember from Ash Wednesday, that the Congregation for Divine Worship asked us not to have closer contact, not to make the sign of the cross on our foreheads, but rather to go with the more ancient custom of sprinkling ashes on our heads. And so this year, to try to make sure we had enough ashes, you may remember we kind of made a big call for all of the palms from the past. And it was an interesting spiritual exercise to stand outside, out there by the big shed as you, you know, drive off the property on Lumen Christi on your right as you're driving away on the opposite side of the cemetery. I mean, it's not very romantic. Jim Brinsfield, you know, took kind of a small pot that's not looking so great and burned up the palms. And it's incredible how all of the palms that we've handed out, frankly, over years, there are a lot of you who brought in a pretty impressive collection. And yet, all of those palms from all of those years created basically about a bowl full of ashes. And when you think about this day in particular, in which we have our beautiful new palms, and they're lovely, and every year it's impressive to me how creative people can be and some of the things that get folded up in this incredible sort of origami sort of way and what people can do with beautiful palms. But nevertheless, like anything else, they dry out, they start to become dust, even ashes. And the glory of the hosannas of this day turn into something that reminds us on Ash Wednesday that we are dust, and unto dust we shall return. And I feel like the burning of those palms just before Ash Wednesday this year, in some ways kind of set the tone in a good way for the 2020 to 2021 Lent to this particular Triduum Holy Week season. And why do I say that? It's because things can change so quickly in the way that almost this liturgy encapsulates in a way that no other one does. And we start off with that beautiful, huge, you know, singing at the beginning and the procession in, albeit a little bit different this year because of pandemic, but thanks be to God, at least we're together. But, you know, you have the palms and we have the beauty and we know that it's there. And it goes from that so quickly to crucify him. How incredible that goes from he's our savior king to this offense against him. The ways that things change in this world so quickly. And yet, 
this day reminds us of the fact that even if it goes from the beauty of, you know, the blossoming palms, the beauty of the singing and the excitement of the crowd, to the crowd turning on him so quickly and demanding his blood, demanding crucify him, what remains is the love of Christ. What remains is his ability, even from the extreme physical exertion of the cross. And remember, when it comes to crucifixion, what ultimately physiologically ends the person's life on the cross is asphyxiation. They can't breathe anymore. They're suffocated to death. And yet, what's one of the last things that Jesus does? He cries out in a loud voice. His yelling out is so much louder than crucify him. And I know in Mark's account, it seems like he's at the very depths of despair. What are those last words he says? Eloi, Eloi, lema sabachthani. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? But that isn't the cry of despair. It's the beginning of Psalm 22 that we heard Flora sing so beautifully this morning. Remember this, like so many things in our life, so many things that we have memorized, every time we recall them, we don't have to say the entirety of the whole thing. If I were to say, oh say can you see, you can basically recite for me, at least pretty well, the whole rest of our national anthem, right? That recognizes that we were under siege and yet the star-spangled banner still flew. And all I had to say was, oh, say, can you see? Today, we heard the one who's about to breathe his last, call out, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? And what is the end of Psalm 22? The end of the one that he's giving us the first lines of? I will proclaim your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, give glory to him, revere him. All you descendants of Israel. Our Lord, with his last breath, is calling out to us to remember the fact that even when it's beautiful palms and the rejoicing of God, even when it's dust and ashes of death, his love And the proclamation of the glory of God is the ultimate rock upon which we can stand. So even when we find ourselves in a valley of tears, even when the normal things that are supposed to happen get totally sidetracked with the pandemic, even when things aren't going the way that we expect, his love continues on always. Why? Because he who had equality with God, did not deem equality with God something to be grasped, but rather he emptied himself, becoming obedient even to the point of death, even death on a cross. And what we remember during these days, and God willing, every single day of the year, is that even when things become ashes, even when we recognize so bitterly that we are in a valley of tears, what we see is that God did not deem his equality with with God something to be grasped, but rather entered into all of this with us. Not just for the glory of the palms, not even giving in to the despair of the ashes, but calling out with his last breath that God loves us. And in our fallen state, it's so easy that when the palms become ashes to forget that, to despair, to get grumpy, to turn away from him, But what he shows us 
is that even from the depths of the death on the cross, that his love endures. My brothers and sisters in Christ, we have now entered into the holiest days of the entire year. And the great news for us is that no matter what the circumstances around us may be, whether it's palms or whether it's ashes, the love of God will not be overcome. And so what we have to do, we've got to do with our whole heart, is embrace him who loved us enough, even to the point of death, even death on a cross. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.